14 minutes after 9 here on SCNZ at the Oki. We are building up towards the World Darts Championships, which is about a month away because that is the best time of year. Uh, that's why we love Christmas is because of the darts, not because of cricket or any other sport on It's because of the darts. <laughs> it's the most exciting part of the year. I think even Kane Williamson said he was happy they couldn't play one day so he could watch the darts. So that just tells you how important the darts is. Uh, to the world but before the world champs they kind of have their last real big tournament one of the majors they call it yeah the grand slam of darts is on at the moment and i think it's in wolverhampton at the moment uh which is essentially a collation of lots of winners throughout tournaments of the year so essentially if you win the world champs you qualify you win the uk open you'll qualify etc et make the, the world final cup. of the world cup you yep. qualify yeah exactly so Tournament's a bit different. As I said, they get drawn into groups of four. You play everyone in your group in a uh, first to five, and then the top two from the group then go to the knockout. Uh, the one incredible thing, and I actually had the list saved, but I don't think I had it saved anymore first before we get into it, was the amount of big names that were missing from this year's tournament. There were some absolutely huge names. You know, James Wade, Dimitri Vandenberg, yep. uh, both in the top ten. I think Jose de Sousa is missing as well. Um, def- he's defending points on that too. So exactly. He, he so fell back ten places. Just yeah, not so that no, that's why this tournament's so different because it's not one that just all the top players qualify for. You got some of these big names missing out, and as, as I said, that their ranking drops, and that can have such massive implications at this time of year because heading yep. to the World Champs, it almost means that you could have been, let's say, arguments like like Josie could have been ranked eighth, and if you drop ten places, you're now eighteenth, and you're going to be playing probably a harder player when yep. you kind of make into that draw. So it really does. Uh, throw complicated a things, yeah, yeah. it complicates things massively. But uh, you know, when the groups were done, there were some very, very tough uh, groups to pick from. Um, and I don't think many guys have actually confirmed their spot in the next round yet. But the one player making waves, uh, say so far, he's still got one game to go. Is Raymond Van Barneveld? He beat Dave Chisnell first up in his first game, and then this morning. He beat Gerwin Price, and we know Gerwin Price loves this tournament, but Raymond's finished top, and uh, I think he's all but qualified. I think it's going to take a bit yeah. of a miracle. He plays to play Ted Ebbets uh, in his last game, and he I, he should win that. So he's through the next round. Yeah, even if he loses, because Price and Chessie tomorrow, yeah, of the winner of that gets through. So a big moment for Barney. Uh, watching the highlights, it looked like Gerwin... Really wanted to beat Barney, like you know, Barney having the, the 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 crowd support and and the aura of a world champion and and all his followers and he he just looked like he wanted to win more than he normally does and you know missed some shots and Barney jumped over it and that when you, the crowd gets behind Barney that place just gets so hard to play in. Oh, it, it does because he's such a fan favorite and of course we just go back a couple of years and he just. It was a, such a shock he announced his retirement. Yeah. I think it was at the end of it was in twenty nineteen he lost every Premier League game and he's like I'm like, that's it, I'm done. Um, and then he kinda changed a heart, I'll do it at the end of the year. But then I think COVID kind of changed things. So I really feel if COVID wasn't around because he was just he was meant to come here and play like exhibitions. Exhibitions. Uh, and yeah. I, I really feel that COVID maybe gave him a change of heart or maybe kind of rediscovered that passion. I don't know. I'm only speculating. Yeah. But I, he, I think he really wants to come back and make a name, not necessarily make the Premier League, but make a good run of the world champs. So, and this is, as, as you kind of said, with your form, you're playing well and you're feeling good. So, if you, he's doing this, he's one guy that you would want to avoid. Yeah, oh, so, somewhat. Um, obviously, playing well, but 
you don't know how many world champs he's got left in him. You know what I mean? Look, his motivation, the sheer stage with uh, to, with Barney. I mean, how cool would that be at a world champs? Like, obviously, more pressure, but to share the stage, to have a run against a world champion, and you know, if you could pip him, then you'd be great for my own profile anyway. So, as much <laughs> as it would be nervous playing, you know, these amazing names, then you got to think about the opportunities if you do beat them, which I think I'm capable. So. Never doubt, never scared of no one, but he's playing brilliant and he's he's just got that clutch moment back where if he gets a dart, he takes a dart. So it's good seeing him back in the run. Yeah, uh, that was Group A. Group B has uh, Danny Knopp at the UK Open champion on top. Uh, he has to play Mencio Sulovic, who's currently, was well, actually tied with Simon Whitlock for second because they both uh, on two points and. Both have both won seven legs and both lost seven legs. Yeah. So so Whitlock has to play uh, the qualifier from Asia, Christian Perez. So you'd assume that he would probably win that. So it's really going to be another bit of a shootout there. And Mensal is kind of. I'm not saying he's done a Barney, but he's kind of. I was, has he kind of rediscovered his love a little bit? Because he kind of dropped off a little bit. No. Three years ago, he was one to watch. He was. Most of those top players have been nervous playing him and. He's just kind of fell back a bit. Um, credit to Perez, he, he showed up today and took him all the way as well. So, which is probably why his um, his for and against is so poor in this tournament. Uh, Simon will be, will be fizzing at the opportunity of making the next round in this, and he's real capable and has a chance of making it. Uh, group C, which has uh, Michael Smith, who's comfortably on top there. Joe Cullen, uh, Michael Smith actually beat Joe Cullen 5-1 this morning. Richie Edhouse, who's qualified for the first time, and Lisa Ashton, who's uh, put up a couple of good performances, but not enough to get uh, the win. Uh, I'd say Lisa's probably out of the running there. Once again, it's a bit of a, Michael looks like Michael Smith is going to make it. Uh, and Joe Cullen, probably, I'd say in that one. I don't know. I yeah. think I've summed that up pretty well. Yeah, well, just in current form, eh? Richie yeah. Edhouse, though, you see, you know, he's, he's always there upsetting everybody, so he's more than capable. Exactly. Our Group D has uh, Dirk van Dijnenboder on top, Rob Cross, Martin Schindler, uh, the German World Cup player, and Adam uh, Gavlas, who uh, is out. He can't make that next round. Dirk currently on top. Uh, he beat Rob Cross 5-3 this morning. Rob was a bit below his best uh, based on the draw. Once again, it's going to be a shootout. Rob and Martin, they play each other tomorrow, the same for and against, so it's going to be between them. Oh, how many? there's so many games like that tomorrow that if you win, you're in. If you lose, you're out. So be plenty of energy on the stage and a lot to, a lot to play for because the winner of this tournament gets £150,000, which is 300000 Kiwi dollars. <sighs> And, and, before and, tax, people, before oh, tax. Yeah, yeah, you know, still 200 thousand dollars So, But like like you said, just before the world champs, all this prize money can change so much. And all these, a lot of these guys are, are fighting for those one games tomorrow. So it'd be interesting to watch. Yeah, the one, one group we were really talking about off air was Group E, which has Peter Wright, Nathan Aspinall, Alan Suter, and Fallon Sherrick. Fallon... Uh, I kind of feel bad to say, but it kind of feels like that... that what well, of course what she did will never be taken away but it kind of feels like that she well she hasn't kind of rediscovered that form and it could just be down to do that pressure of doing the world series and just that real public spotlight coming back because it was there and then covid came along and it kind of came back but i yeah. think she's probably finding it a bit difficult uh which you know you feel bad for her, but she's not going to be at the world champs but uh peter wright nathan aspinall 
because uh, that's going to be the one to watch because Alan Souter, the Scotsman, who's actually a fireman as well, he yeah. should win that one. So then it will become, yeah, probably another shootout there between those two to, to decide who goes through. Yeah, looking at the the stats, it doesn't look like Peter has that locked in. If uh, Souter wins and Aspinall win, tomorrow Peter could be out. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how that how that group finishes up. With Suits playing Sherrick, you'd think he'd have it. But um, like you said, Sherrick has got some pedigree in her and she might be able to upset everybody and just change the whole dynamic of that group. Uh, group F, Johnny Clayton already confirmed his spot in the next round. Uh, another shootout once again. Uh, Jermaine Watamina, uh, Damon Hedder, both on the same uh, difference. But Damon's got it a lot tougher as he has yeah. to beat Johnny Clayton. Yeah, that hasn't dropped the leg yet. He's won 5-0, 5-0. Um, Jermaine just lost 5-0 as well. So it's all in Jermaine's hands, really, what happens tomorrow. Um, Johnny's got that locked in. He's... Going, he's going through. It just depends how how big of a win because the for and against matters in these group stages. And I think Damon has to beat Jermaine by two plus legs, so it'd be hard. And he's got to beat the, the informed Johnny Clayton, and that's my man. And he he let that game against Watermina just fly past him. And Johnny he, Clayton's your man. No, Damon Hitter is my oh, man, sorry. bro. But um. I was going to say, yeah. I didn't, I didn't, this is a new bromance. Oh, the Jermaine game, uh, he just missed so many chances that he wouldn't normally, and, and it's going to cost him again in another major. He's not having a good run in majors, to be fair. He's, he's staying with Damon again? No, no, not the oh, same. Oh, so you've grown up. Oh, you know. Grown up. Players but, hotels, but, but, mate. But, but, <laughs> no, oh, no, no, no. no. Real luxury, no eh? No way. <laughs> oh, but, you know, I guess he's, I guess he's pretty good company. Uh, <laughs> Michael Van Gerwen in Group G. Currently on top there, you got Ross Smith, uh, Luke Woodhouse, uh, Nathan Rafferty, who's probably not going to make it. Uh, I'd say if I had to pick now, Van Gogh and Ross Smith will probably be the ones that go through. Yeah, I would go that way too. Yeah, Just current form, just won a major. He's feeling good, Ross Smith. And uh, the last group there is Group H, uh, Luke Humphreys, Josh Rock, Ryan Searle and Scott Williams. Scott's he's had a pretty good year because he's I think he's actually holds a tour card, but he won a PDC uh, one of the players' championship events, so that was pretty impressive. But uh, Luke Humphreys, Josh Rock, that's going to be an absolute blinder tomorrow because Luke's on top, but Josh will have to win to to make it through. Yeah, he will have to win. Uh, Ryan beating Josh Rock was a massive game. Uh, I think that's the toughest group they've had. Um, all boys, all the boys there uh, in good form, throwing well. So yeah, so it's all in Josh Rock's hand. He, he he's the highest um, performer in the last two hundred legs of darts thrown. He's he's number one in the power power rankings, and maybe let the moment get ahead of him. Uh, is it too early to pick a winner of the whole tournament? Oh yeah, sure. Why not? Uh mate, tough one. Ooh, you go first. No, I ask. Oh, that's mate. how that's how this works here. Uh, I want to go Michael Van Gerwen. You're the expert. Michael Van Gerwen. I, I, just, I just run the shit. You're the expert. <laughs> yeah, I'm going Michael Van Gerwen. Right, he, he, oh, wow, hey. Michael Van Gerwen hold all the big ones in. Oh, I, rec- I reckon he's back. and Ooh. I think he's trying. I like his honesty lately too. He's, when he goes in his interviews, he's, 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 he's speaking truth and he's not holding back. And I love that about Michael Van Gerwen at the moment. Right, so I want to say anyone but Michael Van Gerwen. You don't want him to win. No, I'm just going against you. Oh, go on then. So then we can have bragging rights. So I've pretty much, it's pretty much balls on my court though because I've pretty much gone the field. The whole field. And I'll go Van Gogh. Who you go? Go, you choose one. It's got to be someone in there. If I have to choose one based on form. Oh. Based on form, I think 
Johnny Clayton, but I, I, it depends on who you draw in those knockout stages. It can be quite different. But then I also can't go past Gerwin because this is his tournament. Mate, he loves it. It's, it's been his. He's away. lost. It puts him in a different position in the next it round. It does. It does. And I don't even like this whole tournament, mate. Get out, get out your abacus, mate, because I don't even know how it all works. I mean, you one play twos, <laughs> twos play ones. I don't even know, you, qualifying becomes so hard to even qualify. So it's a, it's a it's a tough one to get your head around. So. Just keep winning. Whoever whoever wins is going to win the whole thing, isn't it? Yeah, there you go, exactly. And, of course, after the Grand Slam, there is going to be another big tournament on, which will be the Players' Championship Finals. Uh, it's essentially the top uh, 64 players from uh, the Players' Championship events, the 30 events during the year. Uh, we'll play that in Minehead over yep. a couple of days, and that will be a big one. And one man who will be taking part in that will be joining us after the break. And I've heard—I actually been told he's been listening to our chat, and he's quite enjoying it. So <laughs> can't wait to get him on the line. It's uh, the Bronze Adonis, uh, Steve Beaton, will be joining us after the break here on at the Oki.